0: Hello team, happy Monday and welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Education Podcast by me, Rob Matthews, coaching. At the time of recording, I'm not sure what I've called this, I've got three options at the moment. So it's either slow versus fast, releasing carbs, everything you need to know about carbohydrates, or the truth behind carbohydrates, dot, dot, dot probably go for that last one as I'm sure it'll get most of you to click on this so if you have clicked on it you are listening make sure to share it to your story tell me where you're listening from whether you're out on your walk or whether you're sat with a notepad and pen at your desk ready to take notes let me know and yeah share it to your story so let's get into it so there's a few reasons for this podcast one is as per majority of these podcasts it's to dispel some bullshit fitness myths and another is on upon request from one of the goats of the clientele, Big Man Cure himself, so I know he'll be listening, so shout out to you sir, is he asked me on the phone the other day the question on impact or relationship of fast versus slow releasing carbohydrates on your body in terms of when you should prioritise a set one and then the impact on each on how you feel. So that was a lot, let me break it down. Before we dive deep into these, I'm going to just say that this is quite an advanced metric to be focusing on in terms of I'll only really focus on carbohydrate sources when my endurance-focused athletes who are doing marathons, long swims, triathlons, etc. as this is only the sort of case when athletes, I believe, need to focus on such things as it's very much above the necessary for my niche or my normal clientele of body recomposition, weight loss, and muscle gain. So I'll repeat for those who fit that clientele, which will be 99% of you listening to this, I'm sure, focusing on your overall calorie consumption, focusing on your protein goal, build your routine and with the foundations and the rest of it will take care of itself don't stress over the minute and focus on the foundations of building that physique and aesthetic that you want and overall routine so first things first to talk about is dispelling dispelling the fitness myth that i mentioned at the start that in lots of these fad diets carbs are believed to be the enemy they're demonized you, you name it whether it's slimming world telling you that you can only have a banana if it's smashed up like a toddler's meal plan or that carbs are simply too high calorie to keto warriors like liver king fucking hell what a boy telling you if you eat carbs that you're a pussy so what's the truth and where does this myth come from now if you couldn't tell already obviously i disagree with the myth and there's no reason to throw carbohydrates out of your diet at all So as we know, per gram of macronutrient, protein gives you four calories per gram, as does carbohydrates, whereas fats give us nine calories per gram. So the idea of carbohydrates being high calorie isn't even true in the most basic original form. As we know, food choice, portion sizes, etc. are the only determinant in something being high calorie. And it only really matters if it makes you over your overall calorie consumption, which is what we know as being in a calorie surplus. So there's the first way of disproving it, Um, but where does the actual myth stem from? So the concept itself stems from carbs being the only macronutrient that the body doesn't, doesn't necessarily need to survive, whereas proteins and fats are both essential for bodily processes such as hormonal and growth. However, although the body doesn't necessarily need it to survive, I can guarantee you if you stop eating carbohydrates and aren't meticulous in your dieting approach, that you will feel like utter dog shit out from no energy to low energy to just zero enjoyment. I mean, can you really imagine, like picture this right now as you're on your walk, um, maybe you're walking in the city, you've got restaurants around you, or just even at your flat. Um, imagine never having pizza, rice, spaghetti, oats, donuts, Chips, crisps, the list goes on and on. Um you get the point, I'm trying to think of them still as I speak. Um all the foods that we typically love, like even sushi, how do I forget about sushi? Um, these diets, these fad diets, these like you know, cults almost, <laughs> want you to restrain from and never have again. Like, even bagels, like how can I forget bagels? Simple pleasure in life, something that I probably have every single day. Um and especially when dieting, I know that that bagel, for some reason, just the taste of it, fresh bagels, just unbelievable, always hits the right spot, I couldn't imagine not eating it, even a fresh croissant on holiday, gonna get butchered for the way I pronounce that, croissant, there we go, a bit more French, um, fresh bread from the bakers, That even the smell when you walk past sends you into a dopamine rush, you get the point, I'll calm down, but cutting this entire food group out of your diet is only going to be negative in that that restriction and rules will only result in never-ending cycles of failed dieting aka yo-yo dieting or even worse you experience and maybe prolonged suffering of an eating disorder such as binging and due to when things aren't going to plan maybe you feel the need to just eat a pizza dive into some bread whatever it is you do it so quickly that you don't even emotionally and mentally comprehend that you're eating it till it's gone now some of you might be listening to it going that was me or you've maybe tried this diet before and hopefully now you get the point that carbs are your friend they don't promote weight gain that simply being in a calorie surplus is the only way to gain weight and Some of my favourite foods, as I'm sure some of yours are as well, are carbs. So restricting them is only going to cause unsustainability in your diet and the chances of eating disorders such as binging going up. Now, let's get on to Keir's question of the relation of fast versus slow releasing carbohydrates. What you should prioritise, what relation you have in terms of energy and when you should prioritise each and what actually is the difference in terms of food. So first thing to state, the body's primary source of fuel or energy, whatever you want to call it by, is carbohydrates. So when exercising, when just being alive, just your body doing its natural things, whether that's toe stepping while cooking in the kitchen or even having a shower, your body will naturally use carbohydrate stores in the form of glucose and glycogen. Glucose tending to be from fast releasing and glycogen from slow, slow releasing carbohydrates. So enough of the biology, that's all quite complex, let's explain it in a way that you'll actually understand and simplify it down, as we always do on this podcast. So your slow-releasing carbohydrates are your oats, porridge, potatoes, rice, etc. Your more stodgy carbohydrates that you'll notice probably anyway yourself without, you probably never processed it, never thought about it too in depth, but it'll probably... Be aware of it that these take a wee bit longer to digest, they fill you up for longer, they leave you feeling satiated for longer, and they give you energy throughout the day. Whereas your fast-releasing carbohydrates are mainly sugars, and um, obviously that's where glucose comes, is part of, and um, whether that's chocolate or pick and mix, drinks such as Lucozade Sports and running gels, etc., that give you that boost of energy. They're not very filling and um, very quick and simple but they tend to taste pretty fucking good to give you that wee serotonin pick-me-up as you go along, whether that's at the end of the day or whatever it is, just to give you that boost. Maybe it's even at lunch when you just get a Kit Kat in your meal deal. So as you may expect from that description, it's pretty obvious when and where they should be used, even in terms of meal timings. As if you're just having a Kit Kat for breakfast, I think we have some more deeper rooted issues than we may need to work on here, okay? Um, Like we said at the very start, focus on your foundations focus on your protein focus on your overall calorie consumption then we can start looking at your you know macronutrient split in terms of fat and carbs Um, focus on the basics get your free meals a day focus on getting high protein and being consistent then we can look at this so yeah slow releasing carbohydrates in the forms of oats and um, shout out to the recipe book if you want like 10 overnight oh, easy but creative recipes from honey to biscoff they're all in there so if you're a client go over have a look again maybe try a different one let me know send me a photo and let me know how it tastes and then tending to keep to your slow carbohydrate Um, slow-releasing carbohydrates for your main meals such as lunch and dinner to keep you feeling energized, keeping your insulin sensitivity stable and not feeling like you're bipolar through sugar crashes in a similar way that coffee does. You know, we've all had that feeling where, you know, maybe we have a donut around 11 and it sends us buzzing, you know, we've got a pure sugar dopamine rush um, for 30 to 40 minutes and suddenly by 12 o'clock comes around and we are slumped out needing that afternoon nap. So that's why you focus on having your slow releasing carbohydrates throughout the day and then you've got stable energy levels throughout. So whereas your fast releasing carbohydrates should be kept for pre-training and intra-training which is just a fancy word for throughout training and this is where it's vital for endurance athletes is this intra-workout nutrition. So as we stated in the examples before of fast releasing carbohydrates the usage of these pre-training are to give us a boost of energy to allow us to maximize our training sessions as well as giving us a mental break especially when you're trying to lose weight it's important to still have some flexibility some sweet treats to mentally ease off and feeling like the process isn't actually that difficult if we can still throw in our favorite snack from from time to time obviously that's where uh, you can use other guides to work out how to throw them in when throw them in you know if you got this far in the podcast and um, you listen to the other episodes and your client of mine, you'll already know it's, if it fits your macros, flexible diet and getting it in the way that you want it to make sure that it's easy to throw in your favorite things without feeling like you're dieting and just having to be boring and eating chicken and rice because that is never what we want. So as for endurance athletes this is something that I won't quite give away the secret to exactly on this podcast as it is very much specific and tailored to the individual in terms of body weight experience in such sport heat on the day of the event or training session, water intake, and so much more. But just know if you are listening to this and are an endurance athlete, I see it all the time with first timers and even some who've done a few events who've clearly never had a coach. If you aren't focusing on your nutrition within training sessions and race days, you're probably only operating at 40% of your potential. So if you want to take that next step, you know who to reach out to and inquire. The form will forever be in the Instagram bio. Um, but I will quickly say on that, You only need to worry on your nutrition if you're doing any sort of endurance um, in training over 60 minutes. So anything over an hour, that's when you need to start looking at it. If you are just doing, say, a sprint session that is only going to be 30 to 40 minutes long in terms of the overall session, uh, you don't need to worry about it. Your pre-nutrition meal, whether that was lunch or you had a specific thing, should be fine for your carb intake in that process so let's summarize what we've sort of spoke about today i know i've already gone over the 10 minutes um, so i'll try and keep it under 15 to keep it short and sharp so that you can take as much as way as much away from this talk um, in a short amount of time so first things first carbs aren't bad anyone who tells you otherwise is just an absolute idiot um, some of your favorite foods will be carbohydrates so please don't throw them out of your diet learn how to maximize them uh, and have as much of them in your diet as possible while focusing on your calories and protein goal and then from there slow releasing carbohydrates your oats your porridge your potatoes rice etc you get the job as we mentioned more earlier focus on having them in your main meal so your breakfast lunch and dinner and your fast releasing carbohydrates focusing them around your training times whether that be before training or throughout training itself and then if you are an endurance athlete you need to be focusing on your intra-nutrition in any sessions over an hour so hopefully that has cleared up uh, a lot of the myths a lot of the rumors that you may have heard or seen um, whether that's from just <laughs> idiots around you or tiktok whatever it may be there's always some weird way that people are just being lied to and sold a dream whether it's fad diets like we said about um at the start as well with keto and stuff like that so as always i'm going to ask as the favor at the end as well share it to your story if you've enjoyed message me privately with what thing you didn't know before and now happy to know and as always stay tuned rate the podcast on spotify and put notifications on and i'll speak to you again next monday and thank you, Kio, for the suggestion. If you have any other suggestions, let me know. Um, I'll put something up on my story when I put this up saying, what else would you like a podcast on as I'm a couple ahead when I'm recording this. So I've got a lot of time to get, to get more episodes for you. Um, speak to you next week. Have a good one.